It's Tuesday the 14th of April. Ant's back at work today. We're trying to re-establish some sort of routine. It's been quite difficult over the holiday weekend, although in some ways it's easier having two parents on duty. The kids do struggle with the lack of routine and predictability, so I'm out with the kids at the moment, going for a walk over the golf course and through the woods. These daily walks do feel a bit regimental at the moment, if I'm honest. Not that they're unpleasant, but it feels it feels like we we feel obliged to go out because it's one freedom we still have left. And there's always that looming sense that perhaps that will even get taken away or restricted even more, like it has in some countries where you have to have a permit to go out. Having said that, it's very pleasurable. And it's the one time when the kids seem to really play nicely together. They struggle being in the house together so much. It's not what they're used to. There's ones at school and ones home educated. And they kind of end up resenting each other in the house and vying for attention. But while we're out, they seem to click into their imaginary play really nicely. Perhaps it's the sunshine that helps or just the wide open spaces, but I'm grateful for it anyway. What are you playing today, guys? What's your game? Batman and Professor Catkins is the game today. Is Professor Catkins uh, French? Yeah. Sounds like a good game. And Kyle's brought his homemade bow and arrow out with him, which is quite fun. It's a nice day, a bit cooler than it has been, but not as bitter as yesterday. Yesterday was wild. Yesterday was really bitter. Katie's done her yoga online this morning. And she's got sewing later. She's managing to stay busy with those things. And I, we all felt quite buzzy and happy after making my mum's day a bit brighter yesterday when it was her birthday. She was so chuffed with all the things we'd done to try and make it a special day, even though we couldn't be with her. And that's a nice feeling. We also had a nice chat with my dad at lunchtime today, who seemed a bit cheerier. He wants to see a big wiggly worm. Is it alive? Yeah, it's wriggling along, look. Trying to find its way into the undergrowth, I suspect. So pretty. I love the way they move, it's really hypnotic. I just love the way they squish together and then open out, contract and expand. So clever, it's so different how we move. They don't have any legs. And different to how snakes move, because they kind of go side to side. This just sort of is like a concertina. Um, Katie's doing sewing with Linda. What were you trying to make? What's this? It was a cardigan. That was that was just a little, thing that I did for each Oh, that's cute. For the doll that I'm making. Ah, for the ragdoll. So you're making a ragdoll as the plan. We've been looking at my We've been looking at my like stash of fabrics and deciding what I need to send down so she can make it exactly how she wants it to be. Perfect. So we've been, we've been using buttons and colours and discussing strategies. So sort of creative, creative yeah, yeah. direction. I don't think ginger hair is going to suit her skin tone. 
what colour do you think will suit her? I've got some that's um like multicoloured. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, because you know, and it's got... she might have like braids in her hair, You'd which like be like multicoloured. Because sometimes I see um ladies with their hair braided in like a cornrow, yeah, yeah, and they've added like little bits of. Multicoloured. Did Linda yes. ever see you when you had your cornrows? I did see. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. Won't it? Well, um, yeah, it'd be cool. We'll I probably won't plait it in the wool. We could just because you know how wool it's sometimes like it's a little bit on the thread. It's like it looks yeah. like it's been twisted. Twisted, yeah. Which I think. In wool, looks like it's been braided. It does, yeah, it does. So I'll send you a little ball of the. I'll send you a ball of the wool. I think it might be nice, and I'll send you some others, and then you can choose. One chicken. Okay, my turn. <laughs> You're still winning, aren't you? Uh, no. <laughs> and again. One chicken. I've got to get two chickens on one roll. Four dice. Here we go. I did not do it. Your turn. You still got two cows. Quite a long game, this, isn't it? Do you like, are you enjoying the game? Oh, uh, why are you recording it? Oh, ah! Okay, it's my turn now. Oh, oh, oh. Now we're going to read um, Stingling from the Dirty Beasts. Is that right, Dad? It is, yes. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The Scorpion. You ought to thank your lucky star that here in England where you are, you'll never find, or so it said, a scorpion inside your bed. The scorpion's name is Stingling, the most repulsive, ugly thing, and I would never recommend that you should treat him as a friend. His scaly skin is black as black, with armour plate upon his back, Observe his scowling, murderous face, his wicked eyes, his lack of grace. Note well his long and crinkly tail, and when it starts to swish and flail, oh gosh, watch out, jump back, I say, and run until you're a mile away. The moment that his tail goes swish, he has but one determined wish. He wants to make a sudden jump and sting you hard upon your rump. What is the matter, darling child? Why do you look so tense and wild? Oh, Mummy, underneath the sheet there's something moving on my feet. Some horrid, creepy, crawly thing. Do you think it could be stingling? What nonsense, child. You're teasing me. I'm not. I'm not. It reached my knee. It's going going up my thigh. Oh, Mummy, catch it. Quickly, try. It's on. It's on my bottom now. It's ow, 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 ow. What happened? Got stinged. <gasps> Stingaling pinched at the bottom. Mm, what should we do now? The <laughs> anteater. No. Yeah. Terrible. Okay. I do. I think it's my favourite one. Terrible. The porcupine. Terrible. The cow. Yeah, I love the cow. Okay, the cow. <clears throat> the cow. Please listen while I tell you now about a most fantastic cow. Miss Milky Daisy was her name, and when, eight, seven months, she came to live with us, she did her best to look the same as all the rest. But Daisy, as we all could see, had some kind of deformity, 
a funny sort of bumpy lump on either side above the rump. Now, not so very long ago, these bumpy lumps began to grow, and three or maybe four months later, I stood there, an enthralled spectator, these bumpy lumps burst wide apart, and out there came, I crossed my heart, of all the wondrous, marvellous things, a pair of gold and silver wings. A cow with wings, a flying cow. I'd never seen one up to now. Oh, Daisy dear, can this be true? She flapped her wings and up she flew. Most gracefully, she climbed up high. She fairly whizzed across the sky. You should have seen her dive and swoop. She even did a loop-de-loop. Of course, almost immediately, her picture was on live TV. And millions came each day to stare at Milky Daisy in the air. They shouted, Jeepers, creepers! Wow! It really is a flying cow! They laughed and clapped and cheered and waved. And all of them were well behaved. Except for one quite horrid man who travelled from Afghanistan. This fellow, standing in the crowd, raised up his voice and yelled aloud, That silly cow! Hey, listen, Daisy, I think you're absolutely crazy! Unfortunately, Daisy heard, quite clearly, every single word. Begosh! she cried. What awful cheek! Who is this silly foreign freak? She dived, and using all her power, she got to 60 miles an hour. Bomb's gone! she cried. Take that! she said, and dropped a cow pat on his head. Well, it's not very nice about people from Afghanistan, is it? That's an unfortunate thing about Roald Dahl. Occasionally, wonderful storyteller that he is, he has streaks of the most ghastly attitude. Never yeah, mind. yeah, but you know if you see it, but don't be mean to him. It's not that nice. Kyle should really be in bed by now. Why aren't you in bed, Kyle? Ooh, my apple. You're eating an apple. Are you just having a story with Daddy? Yeah. It's been a bit of a topsy-turvy evening, hasn't it? Because you didn't really eat your dinner when you were supposed to. But then you've been doing other things and you have had lots of fruit now. How do you feel your day's been, Kyle? Well, it's good. You weren't always happy through the whole day, were you? you yeah. Happy? Are you happy now? Really happy. Are you looking forward to cooking? I've got my apple face on this. Did you see that? No, you've got a very sticky face. We had an, a veg box delivered today for the first time from our local greengrocer. We discovered could do deliveries. We're trying to avoid going out if we can. And it's very nice. Lots of yummy things in there. And Carl's already eaten two of the apples and a banana. So do you approve of the fruit? Was it nice fruit? Put them thumbs up. It was greens on Albert Parade. And they were very nice and helpful. And I ordered it on Friday and it came... Oh no, on Saturday and it came today. Good service. Having to adapt the way we do our shopping at the moment, really. It can be quite tricky getting an online shop, which is what we normally do. And I'm having to get shopping for other people too. That's quite a mission. It's very juicy. It's all running down your arms, all the juice. So when you go out to brush your teeth, you're going to need to clean your arms as well. You need to finish your apple. Whoopsie. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop this now, unless you've got anything else to say. Don't, don't put your hands on there, because you're all sticky, darling. Artois, are you going to say anything? Artois has got no words of wisdom. He's just lying on the chair asleep. Artois is our cat, hello from Artois. Artois is... A very smelly old black cat. <laughs> <laughs> a very but dumb we kind thing. of love him.
He used to be really mean and always attacking people, but he has mellowed a bit recently. We think he's just got old and a bit senile and forgotten to be mean anymore. <laughs>